Hey listeners, this is Ben, the Amateur Exegete, and you're listening to episode 24 of Bible Study for Amateurs. Today's episode is, Hey Jude, verses 8 through 10. In episode 23, we looked at Jude verses 5 through 7 and noted that the epistle's author gives three examples of the fate of those who, per verse 3, pervert God's grace and deny Jesus Christ. The first and third of the trio came explicitly from the Jewish scriptures. The second, however, was less obviously from them, and it seems that Jude employed a version of Genesis chapter 6 verses 1 through 4 that appears in the so-called apocryphal text of 1st Enoch. This isn't the only time Jude appeals to an apocryphal account, and in today's episode we run into another. Here's verses 8 through 10 as they appear in the New Revised Standard Version. Yet in the same way, these dreamers also defile the flesh, reject authority, and slander the glorious ones. But when the archangel Michael contended with the devil and disputed about the body of Moses, he did not dare to bring a condemnation of slander against him, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these people slander whatever they do not understand, and they are destroyed by things that, like irrational animals, they know by instinct. If you're wondering where the story about Michael versus the devil fighting over Moses' body comes from, you're not alone, but we'll get to that momentarily. In verse 8, Jude refers to his opponents, the intruders of verse 4, as these dreamers. It isn't clear what he means by this, though Andrew Jacobs in the Jewish Annotated New Testament thinks it may be a reference to supplanting the leaders of the community by promoting personal visions and revelation, and rejecting apostolic authority. But there may be even more going on here than meets the eye, given what else he says about them in the rest of verse 8. They defile the flesh, reject authority, and slander the glorious ones. What could that possibly mean? At the beginning of verse 8, we read the words, In the same way. In the same way. In the same way as what or who? It must be a reference to what we read in verses 5 through 7. Two of the three examples were sexual in nature. Angels who do not keep their own position, and Sodom and Gomorrah, who were in the same manner as they, that is the angels of verse 6, indulged in sexual immorality and pursued a natural lust. Andrew Jacobs notes that the phrase rendered unnatural lust in the NRSV is sarkos heteros and is referring to those who had or wished to have intercourse with angels. Recall that in the story of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 19 that the men of the city had wanted Lot to bring out the angelic visitors so that they could know them 
a euphemism for sex, and in this context, rape. So Jude accuses these intruders of defiling the flesh like the angels of First Enoch, rejecting authority like Israel in Numbers 14, and slandering the glorious ones, a reference to angels and therefore to the story of the angelic visitors of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 19. Leticia Guardiola Sayens in the Women's Bible Commentary writes that for Jude, the heart of the problem seems to be the unnatural desire for a human union with angelic beings, and not a union between human beings. This brings us to verse 9, and the story of Michael fighting with the devil over Moses' body. Where in the world does this account come from, and how does it fit into Jude's argument? You will search in vain among the various extra-biblical apocryphal accounts, or even within the pages of the Bible itself, for the story. It can be found only here in the letter by Jude. Femi Perkins writes, Patristic sources, Clement of Alexandria, Didymus the Blind, Origen, attribute the story to a testament of Moses that is no longer extant. Whatever the original source, Jude employs it here in this letter with a specific purpose. But what is it? If you look back at verse 8, you'll see that one of the charges Jude brings against the intruders is that they slander the glorious ones. The word slander in Greek is blasphemeo. It is from a root from which we get the word blasphemy. The same word is used in verse 9, when it says that in his dispute with the devil over Moses' body, Michael the archangel did not dare to bring a condemnation of slander, blasphemios, against him. It isn't clear what the dispute between Michael and the devil was over. Richard Wacom, in his notes for the HarperCollins Study Bible, suggests that the devil has accused Moses of being a murderer, and Femi Perkins concurs, connecting it to the story of Moses killing the Egyptian slave driver in Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 through 15. Whatever the issue may have been, it's lost to us, since we don't have the original story. But for Jude, it's clear what he is saying. Here's Bauckham. Michael knows that this charge is slanderous, but he does not presume dare, to condemn the devil for slander on his own authority. Instead, he refers the matter to the authority of the divine judge, the Lord. Jude's example of a powerful angelic being, one of the so-called glorious ones, no doubt, refusing to engage in slander despite having legitimate grounds to do so, is meant to show just how dangerous the intruders are. In the words of Jude in verse 10, they are like irrational animals who just go around slandering whatever they do not understand. It is by their actions that they are destroyed. Jude's readers should distance themselves from them, lest they too be destroyed. And they should do so taking the archangel's lead. It is the Lord, not the community, who rebukes them. That's all the time we've got this week. See you next time. And remember, 
In the words of Richard Elliott Friedman, one does not need to deny what is troubling about the Bible in order to pay respect to what is heartening. Thanks for listening.